Welcome to the BG Podcast, conversations at the intersection of business, community, and public policy from the Austin metro and around Texas. You can find this episode and prior recordings at www.binghamgp.com slash podcast and on iTunes and Google Play. Hello, this is AJ Bingham, CEO of the Bingham Group, and our guest today is Veronica Brasinio, the Director of Economic Development for the City of Austin. Welcome to the show, Veronica. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, I've wanted to have you on for a while. I know your plate's been busy uh, last, this last uh, several months, last two quarters, with a lot of heavy issues dealing from the cancellation of South By in itself and the ripples from there, and now COVID response. I think, um, you know, your role, just from being inside your opinion, doesn't get as much, uh, like, you know, with public health, uh, Dr. Mark Escott, kind of those, the, you know, have gotten a lot of uh, attention the last several months, but your office, even though doesn't, I don't think it's gotten, I guess as much of a showcase, your work definitely has, right? But people, well, I want people to know who you are and just, uh, you know, your long tenure with the city in different roles as well. And also talk about just what's been going on the last several months, the programs, initiatives that are under your, you know, your office's purview and they're in development now um, for small businesses as well as the arts and the public. So with that, though, I want to get just a little background on yourself and your different roles for the city on your path to uh, your current role with economic development. Sure. So um, again, thank you for having me. I've been with the city for over 21 years now. Um, started uh, in the council agenda, managing the city council agenda. So I was in the city manager's office first. Spent six years after that working for Raul Alvarez, a council member at that time from 2000 to 2006. And then from there, went to the Small Minority Business Resources Department, Um, was there for 13 years, had several positions, and the last nine of which I was the director of the department. So we were responsible for the minority women-owned business uh, procurement uh, 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 program for the city of Austin. And then became the director of economic development in August of last year. Um, And we were faced with the pandemic shortly thereafter in March, starting with the cancellation of South By, as you've mentioned. um, then morphing into this role of economic recovery. Um, this is different than anything that we've seen. Uh, well, that anybody's seen. We keep on saying none of us have worked through a pandemic before, so it's a first for all of us. Um, but it's certainly a different response to disaster as well. It's not a natural disaster. Um, and in this situation, uh, economic recovery is the recovery once we fight this pandemic and we overcome this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about, you know, again, Having this, I mean, I watch council for a living and all the different boards and commissions. So I see all the different uh, programs, initiatives that have come out. Can you talk about some of the high, you know, kind of the ones that have, um, we talked about the ones that are the acronym ones, right? The CLEAR Act, uh, CLEAR's Fund, uh, the RISE and Anchor. Um, some of the big ones and also where, where people who may not be in the know about this stuff can find, you know, resources on it. We'll, we'll include those in the show notes, but I want to give the folks the listeners, just an idea of one, the breadth of things that have occurred through your department in a really short amount of time, right? Um, and then where they can find those resources and highlight some of them on the show. Sure, absolutely. I'm, I'm pretty proud of our department. We have, um, we're in the process of administering about $41 million in grants and loans. Um, and to stand up programs like that in a time period of three to four months is, is impressive, especially. Uh, while we at the city try to be as nimble as possible, uh, we are a bureaucracy and we're a large institution. And, 
and we are uh, public facing. So putting uh, programs together like that quickly is, uh, is impressive. Uh, staff is really um, dedicated to providing relief, uh, as, as much relief as we possibly can. Um, you'd mentioned the two uh, programs, CLEAR and Anchor, uh, that council asked us to design. Uh, the CLEAR fund is for our small businesses in the Austin community, and the Anchor fund is for nonprofits in the uh, Austin community. And we are um, about to release those in the next couple of weeks. We've been designing the guidelines, working with a third-party administrator, trying to get that online. And in fact, uh, on Monday or Tuesday of next week, we will have on our website details for the guidelines of those programs, hoping to kick it off on July 7th to start accepting applications. Um, the names we, uh, the funds are called CLEAR and, um, and Anchor, but we will, as we administer the program, we will refer to them as the Austin Small Business Relief Grant and mm -hmm. the Austin Nonprofit Relief Grant to clearly uh, communicate with our, our community what, what we are administering. Um, and these are grant programs, so we're uh, excited about that. The, the challenge with these times is that with a loan program, I know a lot of businesses are nervous that they're not going to be able to repay a loan. Um, the, the impact is, is dire, and we get that. So we're uh, happy to have a grant program to hopefully provide that immediate relief. Um, we also, as a part of that measure from council, they asked, also asked us to administer a child care uh, grant program. So this is different for the city, and I'm, I'm proud of the steps that we're taking in this regard. Uh, historically, the city has uh, provided child care resources to individuals, and we certainly will continue to do so, um, helping an individual pay for child care. And uh, this actually helps us provide grants to child care facilities. Um, this pandemic has unearthed, I think all of us knew child care was an issue in Austin, making sure that we have an equitable approach to providing child care across our city. But now more than ever, our essential workers are, um, are often our lowest paid workers. And so access to child care is an issue, but that's added with an additional uh, concern of not having child care facilities available because of the pandemic. So we are hoping that this will help our child care facilities in responding to the pandemic as well. Mm -hmm. And then I know your office as well um, is, you know, when you talk about the federal funds, funds flowing through the, from the federal government under the CARES Act, right? That a lot of that is, I mean, your office is the, I guess the focal point for which that flows through, right? How much of that, and then again, a lot of this, it's, it's, it's changing, it shifts by the day, right? So the initial tranche of CARES Act funding, the city received about 200, was it 270 million? Yes, 270 right? million. Yeah, and I know staff, or staff proposed a framework, council passed that um, at their last meeting before the, rec before the recess, and so there's, um, we'll put that in the show notes, but it breaks out, uh, it breaks out just the various uh, funding uh, maybe streams which the funds will, funds will flow. Mm -hmm. uh, are y'all seeing, or do you anticipate, and again, maybe it's just all speculation, but it might change to, to tomorrow, just any more funding from the feds? Or what do you, just from your, from Austin's, uh, you know, federal, federal lobbyists, are y'all, um, to, to the degree you're, you're heated in those conversations, um, hearing more about any other potential funding going in the fall, as it seems as the pandemic in Austin, as of, you know, yesterday, or Texas rather, is, we're seeing a resurgence. Yeah, uh, so we are following that closely. Our intergovernmental relations office is having uh, constant communications with our federal lobbyists. Um, and honestly, you know, sometimes we hear it looks good, sometimes we hear it's not, not so sure. So it's kind mm -hmm. of a, 
um, or, uh, a bit of a roller coaster in that regard. And so we're really focusing on what we have now. Um, we Part of our recovery approach has been to assemble a core team of directors um, and within the city of Austin. And this includes our budget office or our intergovernmental relations officer, our Austin public health director, our housing director, um, and, um, and myself, as well as our economic development acting, acting director. And we're looking at this um, across the board and we were, because of the uncertainty of additional funds, we really are focused on what we have now and administering those funds as smartly as possible, but as swiftly as possible. And that's, um, that's a challenge, but we're, we're doing our best to stand up to that challenge. Very good. I know, again, I know that shifts by the day, so, <laughs> so we'll stay tuned on that. Um, and then also just, you know, when your office wasn't dealing with ECNET, was saving the city and ECNET recovery, you know, and I, I've talked to some of your colleagues before in past episodes, um, the traditional work of economic development was developing business for the city. So with incentive programs and P3s. So just, and this is something I'm actually curious about across the country as cities juggle with budgets and everything else. How much, um, I mean, are those, are those initiatives still things that are, you know, as companies, you know, as companies, you know, are so active and looking to move to Austin or do business with the city, are incentive programs, are those still up and running? And are they, are those impacted in any kind of way by, by COVID at all? Sure. So those uh, conversations are continuing. Um, you know, the good news is Austin is, Austin is Austin. So there's still businesses that are looking to locate here. There are businesses that are talking about expanding here. Um, we're having conversations with what does that look like? Uh, as you know, historically, our incentive packages have led with, uh, with community benefits mm -hmm. and making sure that, that we're, the businesses that we're recruiting to Austin are businesses that fit in with the, the community ideals that, that we as a community believe in, but that our council has adopted into policies. Um, and that conversation is continuing with that, with that lead. Um, but we're, and we're also having conversations about what happens if a business wants to move here um, but has employees teleworking now. It's a different world um, that we're seeing in that regard too. So um, those conversations are starting and uh, are continuing and uh, look forward to see what happens in the next few months. Likewise, yeah. That's, I mean, that, you brought up a good point too because priorities, even the idea of uh, just teleworking, right? I mean, I haven't been, I mean, I haven't seen my associate in person in four months, right? And at what point? I mean, they, they matter, but I guess what are the new community? What are the what are the uh, the new community benefits in an era where in person meetings? I mean, I could be talking to you right now from Nigeria, right? Like it doesn't it, it doesn't matter as much as it did six months ago, and it was a big thing, right? In person was the thing. Now it's not, but what replaces that? And that's actually it might be good, you know, good for another show because I'm really curious about that and what what we're seeing other other cities um, on that end. I think we all are, as well as, as well as you know the those that are starting to meet in person. It's that you know constant that ba that balance of protecting ourselves and um, but also continuing on with business as, as usual. I will say that um, one of the projects that we've worked on uh, through economic development was the uh, street murals that were painted on Congress and on East 11th Street, and so we did have a you know a socially distanced, but a handful of economic development employees on both of those sites. And it was nice to see coworkers in person. Um, so I do think an element of that will come back. It's just finding that balance between how much of it do we, are we uh, finding in the workplace. Yeah, well, it's something new. I think even, I mean, until there's a vaccine, this is all, everything we're saying, a lot of this features speculation, but until there's a vaccine, it's, 
that brings back to normal, and I'm doing air quotes because we're doing this, but that brings back to a normal, right, normalization. And until there's a proven vaccine, it's kind of, it's just, we're just kind of, we're going we're gonna to figure it out as we go, which is fun to do. It's fun to do. We'll be involved in that. Um, well, Veronica, I want to thank you for your time and all you've been doing, you and your team have been doing with the city this last, you know, since the last two quarters. Um, again, I don't think, uh, unless your folks were watching council all the time, they really know what your office is, how much your office has been involved in all this and what your team has been doing with the significant amount of funding that's has come down, you know, again, in bureaucracy and being able to shape that and get it going um, is impressive. And, you know, it's not no easy feat for someone who's working bureaucracy and works around bureaucracy now. I know. So thank you for all your team uh, do and, you know, we wish you uh, just definitely help and success in those endeavors. And we'll be posting all those information in our show notes and um, last thing too, for folks, you know, business, the business community or community groups or individuals who want to know more about uh, what your department's doing and the funds. I mean, the other folks, like, can I, can I reach out to you directly or do you have, um, like, what's the best way for them to contact your office and engage um, with your uh, staff? So the best, uh, the best resources, and one of the things that we stood up pretty quickly is a website that is focused on economic recovery. It's atexrecovers.com that has ways to contact us, um, as well as the latest information on all the programs that we're administering, um, as well as a, a link to sign up for our newsletter. And I highly recommend individuals sign up for our newsletter. We try to be uh, communicating things regularly through that tool. And I appreciate the gratitude and I will pass it on to the team. We've got, um, the, I can't say, speak highly enough of the economic development team who in this time has taken on not only their normal responsibilities, but the additional responsibilities of doing things like standing up a grant program. So there, there's some hard workers at the city and I really appreciate their time and talent. Hi, Veronica. You have a great rest of your day and a great weekend. Thank you, you too. Thank you for listening to today's BG podcast. You can find this episode and prior recordings at www.binghamgp.com podcast and iTunes and Google Play. Subscribe to stay current on future posts.